All right, so here's the beginning of the recap from an epic weekend of Lego frivolity. So this past weekend, I was attending BrickCan 2018, which was an absolutely outstanding experience. I loved it. It was my very first uh, Lego convention, and uh, I have to say that it was more fun than I could ever have imagined. I uh, was displaying my deconstructed series there, and I had never done that before, so it was also the first exhibit of my work in a print format, and uh, it went really well. I uh, was uh, able to spend some time uh, by my exhibit and just chat with the public as they came through, and there was a lot of people there. They, uh, they had two-hour sessions and three per day over the weekend, so six sessions total. And uh, I spent usually about half an hour to an hour uh, at a time there, and uh, just chatted with people, and it was, it was like having social media but in real life because the same sort of interactions and comments that I would have on an Instagram post was happening with uh, my photos and prints in person, so it was great, and I, I had a big space, uh, I think the largest for an individual there uh, to display everything, and it was great. I showed uh, the Deconstructed series in a rainbow format. Uh, you can check out my... My Facebook page, I believe, has some details on that, and uh, yeah, it was it was really great in in all aspects of of the exhibition of deconstructed. the uh, The funny thing was is that most people pointed out their absolute favorite by by a long shot was the Groot print, which, funny enough, was also my most liked post on Instagram. So it was inter- interesting to see that real life correlation to Instagram. And it validated the uh, quality of that work. But I, I also understood from conversing with people that uh, Groot in general just uh, is always a, a very popular topic for, for people to associate with. So something I'm going to keep in mind for the future and maybe do a, a different type of uh, Groot post. Anyways, now I'm, I'm going to go into um, what it was like attending a brick convention, especially for those of you who are listening and maybe have not been able to attend one yet I would highly recommend you get out and do that like I I want to go to as many as I can now uh, it was so much fun and it was at this one it's adults only so uh, there's no kids there so it was basically just hanging out with with other adults who absolutely love Lego and all the AFOLs were uh, were very welcoming and it was such a great community to be a part of uh, we played a lot of games it was basically like I started on Thursday setting everything up. There's a little meet and greet. And then on Friday, um, everything kind of kicked off and uh, everything was getting set up. So you got to see the evolution as things got put together uh, on the showroom floor. And then we had a kind of a dry run with a friends and family night. And a a few games happened uh, in between there. Uh, One of them that I got to be a part of was the, the random team speed build. So it was basically just uh, instead of you choosing who your team was and having a game plan, you were uh, just put together randomly and then you had to build a set together and whoever did the fastest uh, won a prize. And uh, we came second and great prize for that was we got the the Ralph McQuarrie uh, prototype Boba Fett minifig, which is the all white one and the classic Boba Fett helmet 
that is not a helmet. Actually, the backpack and the helmet piece is one, and the minifigure head is actually all black because the helmet doesn't have a print. It actually has a hole for that black face to come through. So that was really cool. Really liked uh, that minifigure, and I'm, I'm just trying to figure out the logistics of doing a deconstructed of that because of the one piece for helmet and uh, jetpack. So I'm just got to figure out how I'm going to make that work. I'm just playing with a few ideas. Um, so the, the set we got to build for that was the Saturn V Lego Ideas set, which was a, almost a 2,000-piece set, and there was five of us, and we completed it in 45 minutes, 2,000 pieces between five people, and we just took that instruction booklet. We found out where the divides were, and we tore that thing up, and then we each started building a section, and um, the end product was was gorgeous. Like I, I love the way it looked. It's It would never be a set that I would buy. I think it displays great, but based on me being a very minifigure-based um, person when I go to do my Lego purchase, this didn't really appeal to me in that sense. It had some great micro figures, which I'm excited to use for something coming up. Uh, but yeah, like I said, the, uh, the actual build I could see on an individual basis would be quite repetitive. Uh, it's essentially you're doing the same thing over four sides over and over. Uh, and three different sections, I believe, plus uh, the landing. So it was great that we got to do it in a team environment because then it didn't get boring and we got to have fun and try and race. And yeah, it was a, it was cool in that sense. So I, I really enjoyed uh, uh, doing that in a team environment and working together with people you've never met before just to try and uh, uh, achieve that end result. And it was a lot of fun and seeing the end product, getting to view that and hold it and photograph it was uh, all I cared for. So it was like I got the set without having to spend the money to do so. It was, it was awesome. And then afterwards, we just kind of did a draft and parted out all the pieces that were left and got some cool elements to uh, take home. So uh, then, then it was on the weekend now. And so the weekend started off basically like you're there at 8.30 in the morning and you go until about 11 at night. I was there every day for, well, not every day, but Saturday and Sunday. And uh, so I would just basically, there would be panels and we'd have discussions about different things. Uh, the funniest one was living with a non-AFL and everyone talking about their, or was this one gentleman uh, talking about how to kind of hide your Lego addiction or not really hide, but be more stealth about it and not so in your significant other's face with all these boxes coming from BrickLink and all these orders you're doing from the Lego store, picking up from the Lego store and there was a lot of hilarity. Uh, one of the uh, things he shared was this picture of like 10 boxes stacked outside his front door. And his wife sent him a picture going, what the hell is this? Because uh, he didn't time it properly for it coming when she was at work. So it was all good fun hearing about that. And then we had other panels like uh, taking photos of your box. And as well, um, actually creating a landscape. Uh, how to create trees, how to create texture, water, all that sort of thing. And they were just great panels. And then there was the mocks themselves that were on display. There was some gorgeous, uh, gorgeous stuff there. If you check out my Facebook page, uh, uh, facebook.com slash Boulevard Bricks, same as the podcast name spelling here, BLVD Bricks, I actually put a little recap of some of my favorites there. But there was, there was tons. Um, the, the Best in Show and the People's Choice, which the public voted on, um, was the Beauty and the Beast library that was built. And I got to actually connect and become uh, fairly close with uh, 
the the lady who built this and her husband uh, he had a really cool mock as well so she ended up winning and it was really obvious it was such a gorgeous build there was huge nostalgia for everyone seeing that not to mention the beauty and the beast film had recently just had so much popularity so that really tied in well and there was something like 5,000 Lego little books created for the bookshelves there. And it was absolutely stunning, like just gorgeous. And so you can see those on my Facebook page. I have a, a little photo recap of some of my favorite stuff there. Um, another favorite was uh, this uh, Alice in Wonderland. Um, two actually Alice in Wonderland things. One was the, the palace and this guy named Paul Hetherington a great Lego mock artist, did this really intricate, massive build with so much going on. It was just filled with minifigures doing different things in this stunning palace that was lit up, had nice light bricks throughout. It was great. Uh, I think, I'm, I feel quite confident that was the second place if they had actually uh, announced that. And then there was uh, this Alice in Wonderland uh, tea party that was done so not a huge thing, but the level, of, the amount of detail in such a, a small scale for a table and everything, it was it was absolutely stunning. Uh, that one was was definitely one of my favorite things in the fairy tale scene. Um, so yeah, and then at night we would play games and have drinks together since we're all adults. And uh, this one night we did this thing called uh, Anything Can Happen. And I can't go into the details about what we did there, but let's just say it was basically like Cards of Humanity with Lego building involved. So it was, uh, it was a lot of fun and uh, it was just a great little exercise. And they, they did something also called the Elite Speed Build, which was um, <clears throat> build a Lego set as fast as you can. And there was a 550 piece set and uh, the contestants were told ahead of time what it was so they could practice. And basically the winner was able to build a Lego set with 550 pieces in uh, under 25 minutes it was insane to watch and there was moments when you could tell they practiced to the point where there was a, a level of memorization and they would just build and then suddenly they would skip forward like four pages in the instruction and then keep going just for a reference point it was outstanding to see <clears throat> so overall just a great weekend um, got lots of lego from it uh, lots of parts uh, a couple sets i won oh it was it was just a great weekend all around i can't wait to go to the next one um, I'm, I'm hoping maybe in the summer to do one, but if not, I'm hundred percent going to BritCon, which is quite a large one, which takes place in, uh, in Seattle, which is only a three hour drive for me. So that'll probably be for sure the next one I go to. And, um, yeah, I just highly recommend anyone getting out to a brick convention. I think you're going to love it. Uh, especially if you're an adult fan of Lego, try and find one that, that actually is adult oriented. They don't have, uh, the under 18 aspect because uh it just allows this ability to let loose and some adult humor and conversation where people are less inhibited by trying to be respectful of uh, a younger audience being around and you get to have that connection with fellow adults and it's it's really great fun so i do recommend it i know they're happening all over the world so if you have a chance and you're on the fence or even not even considered going to a brick convention before and you're a fan of lego do it. You will not regret it. It's totally worth it. So yeah, that's, uh, that's going to pretty much wrap up this one. Uh, I just wanted to give a recap of how my weekend went with Brick Can, Brick Can and uh, it's the premier Canadian Lego exhibit and convention. And uh, I'm now actually selling prints of my deconstructed work, which I have available 
through my Facebook page as well as a link on my Instagram uh, bio to my Shopify account with the prints. So if you'd, I'd appreciate anyone's support. And uh, as always, I take requests for my Deconstructed and please DM me if you want to have a conversation. Um, I'm always about connecting and answering all my DMs. So uh, appreciate everyone tuning in as always. And uh, until next time, I hope everyone has a great day.